Lally ho, friends, and welcome to episode 23? 23, I think. Man, how have we been doing this for 23 weeks now? And you're all still here and alive. Crazy. That's the important part. Oh. It, well, uh, for the most part. <laughs> at least externally. Yeah. Izzy's been there, done that. So. I mean, what? we are here. You are here, yeah. Izzy's back here from the dead. Uh, anyway, we... Uh, left off in Mesidia. So we had had a very, very tense encounter with the Archmage, which is happens to be Izzy's father. And I think this was the third monarch of some kind we've met that just did not go that well at all. So <laughs> track record, not great for you all. Technically uh, four. Technic, that's true. Technically, four. I guess Sarah. Sarah. Okay, that one goes okay. That one went okay. Um, so it's the the women you guys are fine with, male rulers, <laughs> just not a not a fan. I think. That's <laughs> so that's true. Uh, some tense tense conversations happened, and uh, I feel like Izzy found a little bit of his confidence there towards the end, and uh, you know we we kind of set ourselves up to set forth on the next stage of our journey and we've we've been given until sunrise basically to get the fuck out of town because uh odonis wants you gone even though izzy was successful in the duel against his brother and was able to get the questions asked and answered that they needed um there's a clock however hikael seems (laughs) to be on um a journey of redemption and rediscovery as he's going to help you get out of town and he's offered to give you access to the portal rooms to take you wherever you all want to go and you basically have one final day in Mesidia. i do know that there was some things that we were gonna hit on and then a little bit of shopping that's kind of happened behind the scenes and we'll just kind of we'll let you know what that is when we get to it but uh just kind of kicking it off grunthor i do know that you were going with Hikael to basically donate some blood, right, for his experiments um, into the snake pox, which originates from, he believes, where you're from. And then I think you wanted to pay a visit to some other people before you left town, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So, let's pick up there. Um, as you go with Hikael back to his laboratory, he, he basically just takes a couple vials of blood no no big deal um, for for use in the experiments that he's going to do. But after that, you ask him if he wouldn't mind taking you back to see the people one last time. And he seems hesitant at first. Um, he basically, after, you know, he kind of takes your blood, he sets it down. Are you sure this is the best idea? It didn't go so well last time. Even if I don't see them, if they can at least hear my voice. Okay. We we can try. Um. All right. That that sounds fine. Let's 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 try that and see how it goes. Um. Do you still want to see them? Did uh, I'm trying to remember? Did it hurt the last time? When you looked at her. Yes, it did. Um, you do feel like every time you see her, you feel like you're fighting back against something. 
Um, and there's been times where you feel like you've gotten close to some kind of a breakthrough, but it does it does hurt when you gaze upon her. This time I I, I won't. Um, I'll say no. You know, like um, just my voice is fine. Okay. Well, um, I think we can do that here. Um, have a seat. Ha- have a seat. Um, he seems very uncomfortable doing this, just with how things have been going. But he agrees nonetheless. As you take a seat, and he just kind of takes a steadying breath, and you see him just start to cast a spell, and between his hands is just this small glowing purple orb that starts to form. As he pulls his hands apart, it gets it gets larger and larger until you can just hear some faint sounds of what sounds like a, a young child, again, probably the 12, 13-year-old, uh, just kind of playing with something and just some slight laughter from the female. Hello? Can, can you two hear me? Yes. Um, are, are you the one from before? I am. I don't want to cause you any more pain. I just wanted to hear your voices one last time. I'm going on a journey to try and, well, amongst other things, solve, try and solve this issue, this, uh, this pox. I just want to promise you that as soon as we find a cure or at least the good results I will be back and I want to try and see if we can remember who each of us are and what we are to each other I promise to my dying breath I will either come back with a cure or on my shield Uh, okay I I wish I I knew what was going on. I when I saw you, I, I felt not, like I, oh, I I know you somehow, but I feel like I should trust you, but I, I don't know why. So I'll go with my gut, I guess. <laughs> trust in Hekyle. I believe he has the best of intentions for us as well as everyone. He, he's been nothing but good to us. Be safe, please, whoever you are. Please rest, and we'll be back. Okay. With that, you see... I just nod to Hekyle. You see him just kind of close his hands together, and then... Once they once they fully come together, the little globe that was between his ha- hands just kind of out. H- how do you feel? Um, pain? Any, anything? Don't believe I did. No, you seem fine. Yeah, we didn't mention names. We didn't see each other. Right. Um, everything I said is true. That's that's what uh, I plan on doing. 
I want to help solve this. Anything you need of me towards this, it is yours. Literally, I will give my life. Well, I hope it won't come to that, but its I'll keep it under advisement. Um, right now, I, th- I think your samples should be enough. Like I said, I need to run some tests. If I come up with anything else, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, I'm going to get something to give to Izzy that'll help us stay in contact once you leave here. So if, if I come up with anything, I will definitely send it your way. As for now... The best thing you can do is stay alive, and, uh, well, that's about it. I take a step towards Hekayo and, um, put out my hand. He looks shocked at first. Um, it's been kind of a tense day for him, but eventually, you know, just kind of real quick, he starts to take a step back at your approach, uh, but then he reaches out and shakes your hand. And in a moment of, like, absolute trust, once he grasps my hand, I pull him forward and give him one of those bro hugs. <laughs> it's it's awkward. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, you know, Izzy doesn't seem to like to be hugged. Uh, Hikael doesn't seem to have as strong of an aversion, but as, you, as you're doing it, you feel him kind of stiffen. Tense up. And then, like, very awkwardly kind of, like, patting your shoulder until he just kind of stiffens again and just waits for you to let him go. Hashtag it's, just throw things. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, like I said, real quick. I grab his hand, you know, like he takes my hand. I bring him in, give him one of those like really quick like that. Mm-hmm. Let go of his hand, turn around, put on my helmet and walk straight out and looking for the rest. Okay. Looking for everyone else. Um, Probably going to where Duchess and Blake are. Okay. He doesn't follow, so he, he stays behind. And you, at this point, know your way around. Um, I believe most of the group had kind of dispersed, but the time that it takes you to give the samples and and things like that, a little bit of time has passed. So let me ask, apart from shopping, because we, you know, like I said, we've kind of covered that, and we'll we'll let the viewers know what we what we picked up in just a second. Is there anything else that the rest of the group wants to do as far as... Uh, last minute, either kind of RP or things like that, that they want to take care of in, in Miss Cydia while you're here. Ava has two quick little scenes. Okay. No, Zach, you said one. I want an automaton. I know, I know. <laughs> They're working on it. <laughs> uh, Impatient little he... bunny. <laughs> Izzy has things to talk about, but it's probably going to be when they're all together again. Okay. Blake, you got anything? Uh, oh, you're muted. Can't hear you. Yeah, I still can't hear anything. Nope. We can hear you moving your <laughs> mic, but we can't hear your voice. Technical difficulties. Okay, well, I speak, know you said speak what. slower. Speak slower. <laughs> we'll read your lips. Overaccentuate your mouth when you are talking. All right. While while she's figuring that out, Ava, uh, nope. What did you say you wanted to? What you say you wanted to do? Um, semi earlier into the day, um, he would approach Izzy, 
and uh, just say, uh, <laughs> Izzy, do you have any extra blank paper and quill and ink I can use? I have uh, a story I want to write. He, uh, he looks up and he, sa he says, uh, what type of mace do you take me for? And then he hands you extra paper and quill and ink. You'll notice it's rather right, nice. Then. It's rather nice paper, too. Like high actually, quality. Which I don't think. I'm gonna be honest. Canonically, okay. So I don't think Izzy actually has any spells where he needs paper. With with your <laughs> subclass, uh, so anything, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. For if, if, if anything, he would just use it to make spell scrolls. Mm. Ava, what do you, you um, what are you doing with the paper? Do you are you ready for a loaded question, Izzy? Strange way to um, start something, but sure. Do you trust me? Um, I trust you in combat. I trust you as a friend. Uh, I do not trust you to not steal unless we implicitly say not to, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. But you, you, you'd trust that I generally have... Uh, the better interest of yourself in the group? Oh, absolutely. May I ask why you're asking this question? Um, is there anyone, is there anything that can listen to us? Is it just us that's here? I'm paranoid. I have something that uh, we should know. Can I look around to see if anyone's trying to spy on Of course, us? yeah, give me a perception check. Yeah, sure. Nice. That's a 21. 21. So yeah. you've noticed a couple of the scrying orbs since you've been here. Um, but at the moment, you don't see one. It seems whoever I was watching you isn't anymore. Um, I don't believe anyone is watching us currently. Uh, I think your father's going to have you killed. Oh. Yeah. All right. It, Quite it won't be before we drop. leave. Yeah, it'll it'll probably be in a few months. But I think he's going to try and have you killed. Um, so I want to write. I want to write a story. And um, if everything goes according to plan, the story doesn't incriminate you, your family, or anything. But it's uh, it'll put a wrench in some plans. So, oh. that's why I wanted to know if you trusted me. Oh, right. I... Yeah, I know this is kind of a lot to take in and process, so... Ah. Hmm. I disagree uh, with that. With that. However, uh, from what he's shown, I know that there's no way for me to art to uh, change your mind. So, um, regardless, uh, do as you please, uh, just be careful. Fair enough. Thank you. And then, a couple hours later, I'll go find Hikael. Okay. Um, and I'll give him the story I wrote up, and <laughs> okay. it's a story called A Warrior With No Axe. And I'll just describe it to him and say, this is, uh... 
This is like a children's story, a nursery rhyme. It's supposed to be harmless and fun, but you might find it relatable. Spread it around if you can, but don't put your name behind it. Hmm. I think your father is going to have your brother killed. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, uh, okay, uh, look, I know... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. What is the story? <laughs> he, he starts to skim through the story. Uh, do you have a gist? Like, like, what is the the story basically trying to um, convey? Like, like a quick TLDR. Exactly. There's a, a group of strong warriors that use axes. Um, the tribe, the strongest tribesman, has two sons. One of them is naturally skilled with the axe, but the other does not take up to the weapon. Um, they shy away from the axe, gets banished from the clan, sent on a quest that would surely to get them killed. Um, but the brother meets friends and comes back, uh, comes back home to visit family. Um, the tribesman pits up the youngest brother against family and despite winning, still gets exiled from the clan. Mm. So it's, it's kind of like a subtle, nice. I guess not really subtle, but it's like a hint at the <laughs> yeah. disease and the kind of relationship Aww. that we have, but changing changing the shit to make it non-mages as a little more fantasy-esque give me a persuasion check the fantasy in a, in a high fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> switch it to low fantasy actually seven i'm gonna use my inspiration go for it and re -roll. Fuck. five nice. okay <laughs> So he, wow. he, he kind of looks through and reads the story, and you see as he's reading it, he kind of smirks a little bit. And he, once he finishes, he looks up. I can't believe that my father would try to kill his only, not his only son, his own son. Um, despite their differences, I, I just can't buy that. Now, this is a nice story, and I don't care to share it around, but I, I think you might be missing the mark with... Our father's a very hard man to get along with, and he's definitely <sighs> tiresome. I don't think he would ever stoop to murdering his own blood. I do appreciate how much you look after my brother, though. All I'll say for one final point is that, you know, obviously you know your father better than I do, but the own king of Cornelia threatened to murder her own his own daughter, <laughs> the one that I serve right now, and it's his own bloodline. Give me another persuasion check with advantage. Whoa. Power makes you a little crazy. Natural 20 for 24. Hey. Let's yeah. As you say that, you see just a little bit of the color drain from his face. S seriously. You've witnessed this. Unfortunately, and even in Lindblom, Noctis murdered his father in cold blood. I would like to think that we are not the same as them, but my father's blind refusal to accept Izzy for who they are, I still find it hard to believe, but 
I'll keep an eye on him. I'll let you know if I That's s- all I'm sense anything off or different. Um, this is a little unsettling, but thanks. Uh, yeah, no problem. I would say any time, but that's not news I like delivering. So yeah, I hope this is the only time I have to say it. What about mother? She she's okay? You think? Um, that's kind of why I think because she was very sad in the room after everybody yeah, left. I haven't. I kind of get left in the room last when we deal with important people, so oh. I kind of get to read the entire room. Yeah, uh, happens a lot to yeah. you, doesn't yeah, it? Your mother was quite sad. Oh yes. Um. Every time, actually. <laughs> Cornelia, Linda, and Mandy here. Uh, Do they yeah. forget you, or...? Uh, I think, like, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of... I'm really quiet and sneaky, so I think uh. it's just kind of like everyone gets caught up in the heat of the moment, and then I'm just like, oh, yeah, hey, guys, okay. <clears throat> they're, ve- they're all very passionate. Yeah, I've noticed that in my short time with them, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Izzy's always been passionate, so. Yes, especially. Well, it's it's nice to at least have one level-headed on the group, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, they need it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I, um, sorry I dismissed it so quickly before. Yeah, I don't blame you. I seem to have a lot to think about. As do we. I'll just give him a nod. Okay. All right, Blake, check in. You got your mic working? <laughs> I hope. Hey, I heard Yay. you. Yes, there we go. Oh. My camera froze, but my mic oh, is there working. We, so. like <laughs> we can hear you. I, I can we have, have a, one have thing Blake. working at a time. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take the mic so we can hear you. <laughs> Only one thing. As soon as she's done, she's going to unplug the mic and put her mouse back in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, my mouse is working. I just turned off all the pretty lights. So I'm oh. like literally sitting there oh. in the darkness. <laughs> like my kid with just the monitors. So if I make typos, that's why. Oh, yeah. No problem. <laughs> uh, what was it you said you were trying to say before? If uh, you remember. I was trying to say. I was trying to say that uh, Blake did her shopping um, oh. to get her to get her stuff, and then she probably went back to the castle and the room and tried to read as much of the uh, uh, like medical books as she can, and okay. like the time that there's left. Is there to, anything like, in particular you're looking for in the books? Not really, um, just uh, things that would help her village group okay. whenever, like, or she's thinking, like, things that would help her family and help her group okay, and make their lives better, because this is more advanced medicine than they have access to, so. Okay, go ahead and give me a investigation check. Okie dokie. Oh, I think I did the wrong thing. I just rolled investigation. 
Yeah, that should that should be what what you need. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Um, there are some interesting things here. Um, there's some different techniques to what you've used in the past, and you think that it might be interesting information. Not anything groundbreaking, but it does help you kind of refocus some of the thoughts you've had. Again, there's not too much on this particular plague that kind of passed through your town, but for general illnesses, uh, you think that you've at least found a couple things that could probably save a life or two, uh, different things that you may not have been able to do in the past. So definitely, definitely some good information here that you can take back with you. Just rip a page out now. Okay. <laughs> so, in answer to your question that you sent me, Grunther, yes, that should be fine. If you want to drop another 50. <laughs> so, the end... The end of the... Yeah, <laughs> this is Grunther's. So we all had, we all had, you know, the payday episode where you all blew through all your money... And then Grunther got that free suit of, suit of plate Merrill, so he was the only one that was had money left over. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So now this is yeah, because he was saving up for that, uh, and now this is Grunther's payday. So where he's just like throwing <laughs> Gil out like it's nobody's business. Yeah, he also has a plus one to his shield thanks to Nozak now. Mm. Grunther's gonna get hard to hard to hit. So at yeah. this point, the day is drawing to a close. Uh, it's later in the afternoon. You're finishing up your business. Um, I do know that most of you went uh, out to the to the markets and bought some materia. So we're finally getting to experiment with some of the materia. Who all like who all picked some up? I know that uh, Grunthor picked some up. Ava, Blake, did you get one too, Nozak? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna grab the one for myself. Okay. Everybody but Izzy. <laughs> Izzy. <laughs> A person who needs it the least, I guess. <laughs> um, so what did everybody get? Is or uh, is he got nothing? Uh, no, Zach. What did you get? There were fire, ice, and thunder. I, I was I was gonna go with fire because like forge, haha, thematically. Okay. But I think I'm gonna go with a blizzard. Okay. Materia for um, no, Zach. And then Blake, what about you? Do I have to pick two of the same? Uh, it doesn't have to be the same. No, it depends. So the way that it works is at this level, at this current with your gear, uh, you could put one in your weapon and one in your armor. Uh, typical standard level equipment like this can't hold more than one materia slot without breaking down. Um, so yeah, you could I easily was... pick two. Yeah, I was going to get... Um, come back to me. Okay. Grunthor, I know you bought, well, beyond buying everybody's for them, because <laughs> they're all broke. Uh, Bad. You got two additional, two additional fires, right? Yeah, one for my armor, which had the slot already, okay. and then another one for Duchess, and that way she, I could ride her into fire. Perfect, perfect. Oh, and then yes, that's so cool. Ava... Ava, you got uh, the thunder, uh, correct? I got, yeah, I got thunder, so now I have a boomstick. Okay, so the way that this works, uh, for those of you that are now coming into the materia, materia, when you equip it, will always give you the cantrip that's associated with that element. So fire gives you uh, firebolt. The ice one, blizzard, gives you, uh, I think it's ray of frost. And then the thunder one gives you shocking grasp. And that will be the case depending on what you, no matter what you equip it into. If you equip it into the weapon, 
it does uh, provide an additional 1d6 damage on hit, similar to what Grunther's Eclipse does now. Uh, and the damage type is based on the materia you selected. Um, confusingly, the Thunder materia does lightning damage, but you can blame Final Fantasy for that because that's just how it works in those games. So that's how it goes. Uh, if you, however, put it into your armor, you get resistance to the damage type instead. Again, Thunder being lightning. So, uh, Nozak, what were you putting yours into, the fire? Was that an armor piece that you wanted to slot uh, that into? I picked Blizzard, mm. and I'm going to put that into my armor, yeah. Okay, so that would be uh, resistance to ice damage. Yes. By the way, you guys can add resistances on your sheet. Yeah, it's real super simple. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, um, Grunthor... It would actually be an additional, sorry, an additional 50 gold on top of that to retrofit the barding too, to accept the yeah. uh, materia. Uh, so, uh, you and Duchess now have fire resistance as well. Um, you only get the cantrip once, so if you have two of the same level, I mean, if they're both base level, it's still just the one firebolt that you get. Um, there'll be additional materia later on that will affect stuff like that, but as far as the cantrip itself, it doesn't double up or anything. Uh, Ava, I think you put it in your, your beat stick, right? So now you have a thunder stick. Yeah. And then yeah, Blake. <laughs> did you figure out which two you wanted? You doing one for armor, one for uh, weapon? Is that how you're doing it? No, because people aren't helping me. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to make a decision and it's I hard. Gave my, I oh. gave my two cents. I know. <laughs> um, I realized. Hang on, let me just uh, delete these messages. I did not read properly. <laughs> Blake's like, help me, and nothing. everyone's like, no. <laughs> no <laughs> help for you. Like, help me, help me make a decision. And basically, there are cases for all three. Oh yeah. Uh, all three. Uh, and I tend to not check the Discord chat while we're playing because <laughs> I got too many other things to check. So, uh, Fire, Thunder, and Ice are all actually pretty common with Fire and Thunder being yeah. the most. That yeah. was okay. And then the um, argument being that we've still got a Fire Crystal to deal with. Okay, I was going to say, okay. if you want in the name, if you want DM input, there's only a there's a Fire Crystal. <laughs> so there's that. Okay, so I think fire on the mace and thunder on the... Because if I put thunder on my chest, then that should make me resistant to getting shocked, right? Yes, that's resistant to, to lightning okay, damage. I want it. Yeah. Ooh. You can edit it by clicking your little tab that says defense and adding it. Yeah. That's an interesting combination, too. I'll have to keep that in mind. And then your weapon will do an additional 1d6 fire and damage. And I can't do, and I can't be crit. Oh, or shocked. look at that. That's part of your subclass, right? No, that's the breastplate I have. Oh, it's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was the one that you picked up. Okay. Very useful for a cleric to have. Awesome. Yeah. So. Because I'm little. I am squishy. <laughs> so. I think, I think in session zero, I got critted, and I was like, never again. That was the Oh, yeah, bad. yeah. We did an unstreamed session zero just for Blake to kind of get used to the party, and I uh, just threw a monster at him. Oh, it, it was rough. And all oh, yeah. I did was grease, and it hit everyone else 
but the enemy. <laughs> we should we should have recorded that because it was great. That would have made like a great just like you know B roll episode. Um, everybody had everybody just it's just like acid dream and everybody's like Did, what happened <laughs> so is there anything you, you all need to do amongst yourselves at this point the night has come you're all together back in the room or in your separate rooms because Grunther does still have his own room um, anything that you need to say to one another before the night comes and you are unceremoniously escorted out of town in the morning <laughs> Yes, Izzy needs to speak to uh, Blake in Nozak. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, they were just sitting in his room before, so I guess we'll just go back to his room. Yeah. Uh, I think I they're think staying with you. Them. Yeah, uh, Team Small. Um, I think he's used to them, and I think he uh, sits down and he just says, um, I know you two probably don't want to hear this from me, but I really am sorry for my kingdom's actions. And I understand that it's not my fault specifically, specifically, uh, but uh, harm was still done uh, in the name of what we choose to defend here, which is knowledge. And I know it doesn't mean much coming from me specifically, specifically, but I need you to understand that uh, while I'm not as upset as you are, I think I'm a close second. And I... Uh, you see, he thinks for a, for a bit, and he stops before saying, I had some very dark thoughts in that room once I saw how upset the two of you were. And my actions would have led to us getting kicked out even faster, so I chose to leave. And I just wanted to apologize because it's not right. And I figured my brother told me uh, told me this news beforehand, but I wanted to wait until after uh, to let you all know so you would have proper time to think while you're not here in this place. Place. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, for these actions. Again, I understand that they're not mine and they're not a reflection on me, but I feel as if someone from here needs to give it to you too. And I know that knowing my father, it's probably never going to happen from him. And I do want to help make this right in any way uh, you two see fit. I don't know Blake's situation, so your feelings on how we found out, essentially, is going to be very different to mine, but even in talking to Hikael, there's a lot going through my head, and I can't stand here or sit here or do anything without realizing the hypocrisy of my own situation in the sense of I can't necessarily be too upset knowing that I created the military for the Empire. So I've by proxy essentially done the same thing as what your dad did which is 
murdered so many people with my own creation because i basically brought the empire to its current military state so i can't deny the hypocrisy of the of the situation there the difference is i didn't directly kill anyone i sat there in the churches and would talk to people and tell them they were going to be okay i sat there in you know in the hospitals and the healing stacks and the tents that we set up and lied to children saying they were going to be okay that we're going to find a cure they're going to be fine they're just going to go away for a little bit and we knew they weren't going to come back we knew that no matter which male female child creature no matter who we sent away they weren't coming back and we knew that but there's that difference of i have been in a by proxy similar situation so i can't be too upset knowing i did essentially the same thing in a different matter so the disgust and hatred that i have for your father who's the one that pulled the trigger essentially not you not hikael nobody else it was your father that pulled the trigger and got it all done and i said that to your brother that i don't blame him i don't blame you i don't blame anyone else but him and the reason is because we now have someone that we can put the blame onto that's what makes it so hard for me is before we didn't have someone to blame we just thought it was the gods or the icons fucking with us but now we have someone that we can put the blame onto now we have someone that we can get answers can't get answers from but we have someone to take it essentially that's what mm. makes it hard for me so i can't say that i do or don't accept because i've been in it put in that position on both sides so i know the thought process i know how they were thinking and that's what hurts the most is that i hate that i understand so as much yeah. as i hate him i hate myself for my own realizations in as i said the hypocrisy of the situation for myself so i can't say or do anything than just silently steep and hope that i'll figure something out later and hope that i can change myself and the way that i've thought for the past thousand years to be that better person later but i still want to kill your dad and that's that the main feeling i have at the moment <laughs> it'll go away i know it will but right now that is how i feel knows that she's going to go back to kind of like tinkering with shit actually what he's going to do is at the end um izzy and ava are you in the room ava would you be I, there I can tell no, you, um, normally I'm, you i'm you, pretty sure izzy is but i'm not sure izzy is normally I, ava's I, been staying with <laughs> ava's been staying with gruntor right <laughs> Yeah, this would be later in the evening, like towards bedtime or something like that. Yeah, so Ava's probably over with Gruntor. Okay. Um, Izzy, if you give me a few seconds, uh, 
What are you using at the moment for your spell casting? Like, what what is your focus at the moment? Is it a staff or well, a book? He kind of just threw his orb. So, uh, if you were to ask, I guess he would just like be, he would just like slowly hand you his book with a shrug. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take his book, um, and I'm going to use my second infusing for today to uh, infuse your book as an enhanced arcane focus. Oh, so cool. you'll get a plus one to your spell attack rolls and oh, lit. Um, you ignore half cover. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah. Is that an item I can look up? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> enhanced arcane focus is an artificer infusion. So you can you get a plus one to your spell attack and you ignore half cover, but the bonus goes to plus two when I hit level ten for artificer. Mm. So yeah, that is for you, Blake. As you're sitting there and and you hear this, you know you hear Izzy's apology, you hear Nozak go through, you know his own similar situation and how he relates to that what are you thinking what do you what do you say do you say anything uh can i so she's writing down like recipes or whatever that she wants to keep in mind so she's just kind of writing and like listening and then just kind of stops and still just kind of looking at the book and not looking anywhere at anyone. Just... I respect that you were trying to protect us, but you should have told us before we went into that room, because I would have rather heard that from you than from your father. You knew. You asked. You were the one that asked. You knew that he was going to talk about what he did. We went into that unprepared. We should have known before. So, again, I get you were trying to protect us. I understand. But we should have known before. If you knew that we were going, like, there should have... You should have told us. So that we didn't get that unprepared. My family could have died. I could have found... I don't want to find that out. In there. Everybody that I've ever known could have died. That shouldn't have been where I learned. And say what you want about your father or that we need that he should die. This city is going to collapse on itself. This is we're we are in this place is poison and we need to leave. That's all. People are trying to do things here that they don't, they don't understand. 
They're trying to chase things that you can't outrun, you can't outchase. It's going to catch up to them. And it's going to... The sooner we get out of here, the better. We got a job to do. calm emotions on Blake. No, I'm kidding. I don't have that spell. <laughs> <laughs> Blake has a trademark on that spell, by the way. No one else can take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a Blake-only um, spell. Does that cast quell fears on Blake? <laughs> uh, Izzy, you have any reaction to that? Yeah. Uh, he nods and he says, um... I didn't realize it would come up. If I did, I would have done just that. But, as I said, I do apologize, and we will be out here as soon as we possibly can. Especially if that'll help you feel better, Blake. And, uh, he gets up, and, uh, he says, Now, uh, I'm going to be in my library, uh, probably picking a few books to take on the road with us. Uh, if you all, uh, need anything, anything please let me know and try to get some sleep uh because we need to be out here as soon as we possibly can meanwhile grunthor ava you two uh roommates for the afternoon do you have anything that you <laughs> need to discuss between yourself No, I, I was like, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, other than what we did off screen, which is the, you know, he, he needed a little bit of help getting his materia, but sure. that's it. I think, uh, I think it's interesting to me, you know, this tense conversation between Izzy, Nozak, and Blake, and then like smash cut over to Ava and Grunt or just kind of sitting in the room together, just like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> just letting electricity flow through my hands. I've been able to do this with fire? Not this really talking. <laughs> Blake, Blake is just like, where's the chicken? I need a hug. <laughs> I told her to stay with you, so she's with you. Okay. Blake is, Blake is just sitting with the chicken. Okay. Just like, The chicken is Blake's uh, calm emotions. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it really is. Duchess is her emotional support animal. Yeah, we need to get Duchess one of those one of those vests. You know, one of the yes. vests. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that's what her fire resistant party. <laughs> yeah, she needs a sign that says like, you know, I'm working. Don't pet me. And then on the other side, you know, the one that lets her come onto the airplanes and stuff with you, <laughs> or the yeah, airship. Yes, animal. Yeah. Right. Like, does that, well, does that take a handle for Blake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like the side of like those, um, like you know those buses, like in the old movies, like in the 1940s, with mm. just like the kid holding onto the side. Yeah. That's a, that's a like <laughs> holding on. <laughs> she just has like a part of the saddle where she can just like hold on, whatever ditch just runs. Hold off. on, Grunther's riding. You're holding on the side. I love it, uh, Duchess. Oh, we got the saddlebag. Remember? We need to. No, we, I want to. Yeah, we need to expand the saddlebag and have a little seats. We'll have to look into we just, that. We just we just swaddle up Blake and just like... put her in. Yeah. <laughs> so, the night comes, the night goes. You all get a long rest, completely uninterrupted. Um, very, very early, before the sun has risen, 
Uh, Blake, you hear a knock at the door again as something is knocking on the door that once again wakes you up as you are, um, again, kind of curled up with Duchess and the memories of the previous time this has happened to you and the creepy automaton outside kind of floods <laughs> through your memory as you just kind of wake up in this groggy state. Not really sure what time it is, but knowing that it's earlier than you would prefer to be waking up. What are you doing? <laughs> Glancing around, Izzy, are you sleeping in your library again? Yeah, actually, it's not. Uh, he's uh, in. He's actually uh, in his bed uh, this time. Okay. Okay. Um, you would probably hear the knock as well. Um, Nozak, for some reason, we've established that you're an incredibly hard sleeper, so I, you don't hear yeah. it. <laughs> Even that was back from like what episode three or four. Y- you miss one episode, and it just it determines yeah. a character trait going forward. Even with your passive perception of twenty, you're the hardest sleeper of the group. <laughs> so. Hey, yeah. when uh, I'm alive, he... I'm good. When I'm asleep, I'm dead to the pocket world, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Izzy would wake up. Okay. Uh, Blake, Sorry, would you actually answer the door at this point? Yeah, just very like. If it's she's just like if it's that creepy goddamn doll. <laughs> As you open the door and just peek out, um, you do see one of those automatons just kind of standing in front of the door again. Just kind of looking dead eye, just at the door, not moving. Do I need to wake everybody up again? Uh, Yes, it's it's time to go. You hear Hikael kind of from behind oh. and as you as you kind of open the door a little bit more you see he's kind of standing there and he's holding it up with his hand i brought this for the bunny yeah. no yeah he specifically, he specifically requested one do you have one Izzy that's less will, creepy they all look the same izzy will walk to the Ooh. door and he's like oh perfect i think it's time for us to leave who it, uh, designed these? They were designed a long, long time ago, and it's one of those things, man. and now it's tradition, and they won't change it, and... Yeah. That man needs a hug. Or he needs some <laughs> therapy. He needs... <coughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's dead at this Why? point, but... I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we here have all kind of just grown accustomed to what they look like. And he kind of, for the first time, he picks it up, and he looks at it, and he kind of studies it. Uh, I've never really looked that close at this, but it is rather creepy. And he kind of turns it around, and its lifeless uh, face is just kind of staring into your eyes. He's holding it, like, right in front of your face. Can you give this to uh, your friend Nozak? Uh, Izzy will pop his head into the door. It's just just like, oh, I think I I can just wake him up so we can all leave together. Okay, well, if it makes you feel any better, this one is not currently active. Um, I can show Nozak how to activate it, but, you know, they're... I figured it'd be easier to just bring you a, a lifeless one for now. Can, can uh, Blake go over to Nozak and kind of, like, nudge him with her boot? Yep. And be like, Nozak, you got your damn doll! Uh, oh. 
You gotta change the face on that thing. No, it's actually gonna be like, oh, a doll. Okay, cool. I'm happy. This just kind of run straight over. Uh, the automaton at this at this point is kind of just he's he's kind of set it up against the wall and it's kind of slumped down, so it's it's kind of sitting, but its head's kind of lolled over and it, it almost looks creepier in this position as its limbs are just kind of loosely dangled against the floor. And Blake, you swear this thing is watching you as you walk across the room, with its head just kind of tilted like this, and it just seems to be following your gaze, even though you don't think you've seen it actually move. Um. With that, though, um, Hikael, kind of Izzy, he just motions to you. He says, I'm going to go get the others. Um, we'll be back soon. I've already cleared the way. We've got the portal room ready to take you wherever you need to go. Um, Perfect. Is there anywhere? He says as. Go ahead. No, I was going to make a joke. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you given any thought to where you'll be heading? Yes, we're going to be going to... Balam. Balam? Oh, sorry, that's the city. Duh, it's the city under Lumoria. I was going to say Lumoria like a dumbass. <laughs> uh, yes, we're going to be going to uh, Balam. Ah, okay. Um, I actually have some friends there. I'll send them word that you're coming. Good. Oh, Perfect. you have friends. You have friends. I didn't know that. I have friends. It's been a long time since we've really talked, Izzy. I have friends. Well, I'm happy you seem to be well-traveled. Well, they're not as colorful as yours, obviously. And he looks back kind of over your head at Blake, who's <laughs> like, like up against the wall, trying to keep as much distance between her and this doll as possible. And Nozak, who's just kind of like playing with it and like lifting its head up and letting it kind of fall back down and um, just kind of turning it over and over. Uh, but I do have friends. Pulls out a screwdriver. <laughs> I'll send word to oh, them perfect. that you're coming, and I'll go fetch the others. Yes. Um, with that, he uh, departs. Izzy will pull on his little jacket and his hat as he slowly tries to figure out how he adds a bonus to his modifier, which I don't think you can in D&D Beyond. <laughs> oh. Fine uh, for my life. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, mostly, mostly because I won't remember. Hmm. I'll just tell you from now on. Or write it down somewhere. That you get a plus one whenever you do a spell. <laughs> yeah. Does that last until you, be a way. until you change it, Nozak? Or do you have to that, recast that like every day? No, that's permanent until I cast a new infusion on something. Okay. Or I use the same infusion on something else gotcha. and the original one dies. Because I was reading into it and... Ava brought it up with me as well um, with the infusions that it might just be like, I can only have two at a time for now and yeah. like later on I'd get more. Whereas I was under the impression that like it was two per day, which was, this makes more sense now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's permanent until I cast a new one which will take away Grunthor's AC when I give something to someone else. Gotcha. Um, or if I cast the same infusion as Izzy's on something So the else. oldest one will fall off if it's a new one? Yes. Okay, perfect, yep. perfect. A um, few minutes later, Grunthor, Ava, Hikayal uh, he comes to your door as well, just to rouse you. Um, no creepy doll in tow this time. 
and just uh, I'm actually already awake, uh, like shaving, um, sharpening my dagger and hatchet. Okay. Yeah, both both early risers are in this room. <laughs> True. Um, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I think the rest of your party is finalizing their preparations. Um, it seems Izzy has said you're going to Balam. Is that what everyone is thinking? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. Yes. Um, if you know where their room is, correct? I need to make one quick... I need to step out. I'm going to send a message. I have some contacts there, I think, that will help. And um, I'll be back within 20 minutes. Thank you. Okay. I'll be back soon. And then he just kind of walks off. Okay, I just look at Ava. It's like, if you're ready to go, we can head to the teleportation room. Oh, I know the way. Yeah. I hate teleporting. Let's get the fuck out of this city. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Uh, teleporting. Like Thor just knows the way. Back, back to your room, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, th- so I, I think I know the way to the teleportation room, too, but uh, yeah. Uh, give we'll me go a, pick everyone else up. Give me a survival check. See if you remember. You have been here longer than, well, anybody but Izzy. <laughs> so, 12. You're relatively confident that you, you know about where it is. Well, with Izzy, so we'll go, you think you could definitely, yeah. no problem whatsoever. Yeah, we'll go to the other room. <laughs> to Izzy's room. Okay. Oh. Yes, hello. Uh, if you could please just die a little quieter, that would be quite <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that was. Love you, Bob. <laughs> okay. Um, be right back. So, you all get back together. Um, Izzy, are you waiting for Hikael, or are you just going to take off to the portal room? Uh, did he say he wanted us to wait for him? He told you he was going to go pick up the other two, and then they came back without him. <laughs> Hi, Izzy. So. Okay, yeah, then I guess we're, yeah, he would want to see, he would want his brother to see him off, so he'll wait a bit for Hikael to come back. Okay. Unless Hikael specifically said, I'm going to be in the teleportation room. Okay, he did not. So 20, 25 minutes goes by, and eventually, you know, you all get your things together. Hikael shows back up. Okay, um, I've been in contact with the president and the vice president of Balam. Um, one of them should be meeting you. Come on, democracy. <laughs> yes. Those are, your, those are your friends? Well... Yes. You just see, no, he's like looking at the puppet and he turns himself and the puppet towards the <laughs> Like, what? Well, you have to keep in mind, I mean, the circles we run in, I am the Archmage's son. We know people. And but they're they're both they're both really good people. I've I've actually grown to really kind of like them. So I know one of them at least is is committed to meeting you there personally at the teleportation site. So um oh, great. And then, uh, Izzy, I, I wanted to give you this. And he pulls out, and Ava, you recognize it right away. Uh, it's a very similar stone to what you have uh, that you use to contact and stay in touch with Leonhardt as he reaches you ascending stone. You let oh, me know nice. if you need anything. Um, I will send you any information I find that I think will be helpful for you. And as he says that, he turns to Grunthor, and of course... Any breakthroughs in the study on the pox, I will let you know. Or if we require any additional assistance. But we should be able to use this to stay in contact. If you do plan on coming back to the city, Izzy, 
just give me a heads up. That's all I ask. And then I think that I can, uh, well, I'll do what I can to make it as pleasant as possible. I'll make sure to let you know. So, um, are we ready? How do I, how do I? Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you on the way. As you all are walking, um, Hikael's kind of leading the way. Nozak, you're kind of running beside him. Uh, And he basically just shows you there is a command word that you can set to activate and deactivate this. Um, Since he is helping you to attune to this automaton, uh, what command word do you want to say? And he's attuning it to where it will it will function for anyone in the group. By the way, because I want <laughs> I want Blake to be able to turn this thing off just because I I think it's fun. <laughs> so. Love that. Um. Oh, what would I want my word to be? What is something that is synonymous with the group that everybody will recognize and everyone's gonna? I'm using uppies. Uppies. Okay. <laughs> Uppies. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's uppies is is the word. Um, and I... I uh, yeah. He's kind of like... As he's talking, he's like running his hand back and forth kind of over it. And you can see the, the arcane just dancing between his fingertips and the um, skin of, of the puppet. Uh, I'm attuning this to the group. All five of you uppies will both activate and deactivate it, and it should listen to commands from any of you. Um, it can't do much. I mean, it's it's built for simple things, house tasks, things like that, fetching food, fetching water. It has absolutely no combat abilities whatsoever. Um, I, I just feel that. I should mention that. But <laughs> um, I like, yeah, I'm like, like, I bet I can use this to th- hit someone. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I could definitely, I could definitely change that. But uh, hopefully, it'll be, you know, helpful or interesting. Um, try not to lose it. They're somewhat expensive, and probably can't can't swing you another free one. Oh, I'll be, I'll be fine. My uh. I have some plans. So just one more time. Uh, uppies. That's that's your uppies. command yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, you see as he's kind of finishing the uh, the incantation, he kind of gives you a look, rolls his eyes a little bit and says, Uppies. And then kind of just taps the thing before between the forehead and you see it just kind of blink and just sit up in his hand. And uh. then immediately finds Blake and just stares at her like this. (laughs) Okay. I managed to create an item for my enhanced arcane focus. It took it took thirty minutes of searching, but I did it. Yes. There we go. Nice. So you all make your way plus seven. You all make your way luckily for you, Ava, the portal room is actually here in the central district where you were so you don't have to do any small jumps (laughs) but once you get there the room is actually very high up on one of the towers and it's actually um for the most part open uh and the fact that it's kind of like when you you go have to go to the top of one of these towers um it takes the better part of almost 
45 minutes to actually walk from where you were to the top of this tower. Um, it's not actually enclosed either. It's covered, but um, there's openings around where you can see out and basically see most of the city. Even in the distance, you can see other cloud, you know, clusters of the cities kind of floating. Um, and there's just portals and basically around the room, um, each one labeled with like a, a nice kind of stone archway over top of them. There are there's one to Cornelia, there's one to Lindblom, there's one to Alexandria, and Rabinaster and Balam. So kind of just the five points of this room. And then in the middle of the room, kind of engraved on the floor, is a teleportation circle for here. Likely the receiving end of anyone trying to come back through uh, the sister portal. So as you can, as you get there, he just makes his way over to the Balam portal. There's a there's two other people in here, um, basically just uh, keeping tabs on who comes and who goes. Um, there's not a lot of bustle, especially this time in the morning. As he walks over the portal, uh, under each of these is just kind of this swirling blue, um, just glimmering arcane. And as you look through it, you can actually see what looks to be a field of um, flowers of some kind. Beautiful white flowers as you're looking through into the portal of Balaam. Well, this is, I think, where we part. Um, I don't, I don't know what else I can say to you all. Um, Izzy, it was good to see you, and it's better to have you back. Don't be a stranger, okay? I'll try. I'll try to. And I mean it. Well, um, if there's nothing else, this will be your ride. Anyone want to volunteer? Oh, I'm just going to get it done with. Uh, I will go first. <laughs> <laughs> Gwanthor's going to take a look over at Cornelia real quickly, okay. jump up onto Duchess, and then travel through. How closely to Cornelia are you looking? Like, are you gonna? Are you actually kind of trying to peer through the portal, or just kind of giving it a sideways glance? Just a sideways glance, because I, okay. if I, I know myself that if I see anything, I'll probably dive right through without the rest. That's what I was uh, asking for. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, drama. Yes. So, um, everyone <clears throat> except uh, Ava will have no problem. But Ava, it's one of those things, yeah, man. It, you know that nat one. We just got to keep really, rolling with it. You know, I'm I'm good for one thing, and it's it's overusing a joke <laughs> and and beating a dead horse. So let's give another yeah. <laughs> Constitution let's saving break. This, this morning, Ava had a nice breakfast, and he and it's gone. What is up with you? <laughs> Every single... Yeah. 
god. Oh my god. As everyone else goes through, uh, <laughs> Izzy will watch them all go. And then as he sees his brother's about to leave, leave he very quickly runs. Uh, he gives him a very genuine hug out of character okay. uh, for him before uh, before uh, going to the portal just, and just saying, uh, I'll see you next time, brother. Uh, I love you. And then you see uh, he just makes a heart with his hands before jumping through. <laughs> right before you, um, a- as you hug him, there's a moment of just surprise at first, but then he embraces you tight. Um, and there's like a relief to it, too, as he's hugging you back. Just this, that you can feel the tension just kind of leaving his shoulders as he just embraces you. And as you're going through the portal... Are you lucky to take gold aside for therapy? <laughs> <laughs> as you're going through the portal, you hear him say, I love you too, little brother. And then... And then he sees his best friend, Ava, throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you step through, um, you feel what is very familiar to you, Izzy, this, this just slight tug in the pit of your stomach. It's not bad. I mean, it's nothing nauseating at all. Uh, but in one moment, you're in Mysidia, high above the world, you know, in the in the clouds above where the air is thin, at the top of one of the towers. And then in the next moment, you find yourself in a field of flowers, uh, as far as the eye can see. Looking down, you see the, the faint faintest etchings of a of a teleportation circle that you step out onto that's hidden amongst these flowers. And then very off to the side, you see Grunthor kind of patting Ava on the back as there's a nice patch of flowers that has just been totally ruined. <laughs> totally ruined with, with vomit. Uh, oh, as I feel Ava, so good to be on the ground. There's nothing funny than the idea of I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You oh, know, yeah, uh, is going to snap and make Al Nubis appear finally. <laughs> He's back. Um, everybody give me a perception check. No. Okay, everybody, Izzy, uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh. That's what I get for telling the joke. <laughs> 19. Yeah, I'm in the same <laughs> I'm actually glad that this was Blake. <laughs> so, um, oh God, <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, do you all not trust me? Okay, every time, every time I say something, you all are like, oh man, I've only killed <laughs> one of be, you once. <laughs> okay, it's going to be something with the damn robot. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but like last week, Wolfkins uh, asked me for money, and then I asked him, "What do you need it for?" For he like yelled at me for like an hour about getting into his business. It was wild. <laughs> that didn't happen. Just so everyone knows, um, Blake, you sense something kind of off to your peripheral. Uh, something is just charging at your group, um, coming in fast. It's it, you can't really see it. The flowers here are are rather high. Um, and there's something that's just barely clearing it, running straight at you. Um, what do you do? Uh, it seems to be a, a creature of some kind. Interesting. Is it that, that weird fucking flower chick from Breath of the Wild? No. <laughs> uh, 
Also, I have a morning star of warning. Is that does that add on to my perception? It's not giving you any kind of alert. Uh. Like pulls it out and or pulls out the mace and uh, readies something so her hand is kind of glowing in the glove and like I think I think something's coming I don't know what the hell it is <laughs> as you as you kind of ready and you're standing there um, the the creature kind of just pulls up short and you hear as this cute little dog just kind of pops its head up and just kind of sits back on its hind legs kind of stops for a second and looks at you cocks his head kind of to the side um and now it seems a little still happy to see people but also at the same time realizes you you pulled out a glowing weapon and it's just like <laughs> like you were gonna hit a dog <laughs> no no uh, i didn't know it was a dog i just saw something right oh my god puppy uh, i'm so sorry i'm so, I'm so like, sorry yeah. Um, with that, you guys kind of turn around and you and you see this this young woman kind of running towards you. She seems she's hume. She seems to be probably mid twenties or something like that. Um, black hair that kind of comes down about to her shoulder blades. Um, she's wearing what seems to be just a really nice casual kind of blue dress. Angelo, come here. I'm so sorry about that. She runs over and she bends down and she starts kind of petting behind his ears. He gets really excited when he sees new people. Um, he's perfectly safe, I promise. So Blake totally thought the dog was speaking for a moment. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> just, like, just, it's like there's been a creepy robot this morning, gone through another teleporter, and now there's a talk, and then somebody was running at her, and it's a talking dog. So it's just like, the the little Lollafell brain is just... Still kind of worried to catch up. Like, what? The hamster wheel is turning. The hamster is dead. <laughs> There's been a lot going on in the last couple of hours, okay? Well, it's not just that. Blake has had, like, the month from hell, too. Because Blake is just... Goes to Lindblum, like, la la la. And all of a sudden, she gets swept up in all this stuff. Like, out of nowhere. So... She looks up and she goes, uh, are you, uh, Hikael's friends that I was told to expect? It depends. Are you oh. Hikael's friend? Uh, sorry. Oh, yes. Sorry. I'm Renoa. Um, I, this is my dog, Angelo, by the way. And she just kind of starts scratching his head, just kind of giving him like all sorts of little pets. Um, I was told that, uh, you needed some place to stay, a little bit of help. What was her name again? Renoa. Renoa. R-I-N-O-A. You have entered the Final Fantasy VIII portion of my campaign, so prepare, because it's my favorite game, and I'm going to do... I totally didn't just start crying as soon as... I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) And it's going to be great for me. (laughs) Yes, uh, that would be us. I probably... has kind of, like, reached out and is, like, petting petting the dog very hesitantly like still kind of expecting it to like talk or you know turn into a robot like 
be a be an eldritch abomination, like just for something to happen. But like, give me an inside check. Don't like that. <laughs> Can I inside check the dog? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, oh, the dog oh, took sick. our wallets. <laughs> Everybody oh, doing god. it. Oh. oh shit! Okay, I was really just hoping Blake would roll like super super low, <laughs> so I could run with this. Um, it, I'm, also, I'm also hoping that Duchess leans down and <laughs> Angelo leans up and they touch noses and it's like you're oh. good. Of course, um, yeah. that's cute. It it seems like a okay. So, <laughs> uh, Blake, as you're as you're petting it, you know your fear subsides a little bit. Though you're still suspicious. Uh, it looks. It looks like a normal dog. Ava, you're you're just suspicious of most things. So I think you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beautiful. As you're petting it, though, Blake, because uh, I like what Grunther said, uh, Duchess kind of does come up next to you and um, just kind of puts her head down and Angelo kind of comes over and starts sniffing around her beak. <laughs> just gives her like a quick little lick on the beak and duchess just kind of shakes her head but then yeah. bristles a little bit but doesn't seem to be really upset about it um renoa pipes in angelo is perfectly harmless you know to the people that i say not to hurt but otherwise perfectly harmless um anyway i'm so excited to meet you um I've set up some places for you. I've only had about 20 minutes notice, uh, but we have some guest chambers, and I know my husband's going to be so excited to see you. I do have to let you know, um, he sometimes comes off as a little standoffish, uh, but don't take it personally. I promise, once you get to know him, he's he's much, he's, he's much nicer than he's going to appear at first glance, okay? But um, anyway, so what are your names? She's just like, uh, at this point, she's kind of runs up and um, to you, Nozak, and she stands kind of over top of you. She goes, huh, I didn't know there were more than one of you. That's interesting. What's your name? Wait, 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 what? What? Hey, wait, there are more? Well, one more. Did you not know? Nozak, Nozak's just going to start bawling his eyes out she just kind of backs away as you start crying it's it's been a long it's been a long did i say something i'm so sorry i uh, oh no that that's probably the best news he's heard in a week okay Uh, you're just gonna hear this uh izzy just like slowly steps (laughs) over nozak and just goes uh i'm i'm izzy izzy hecate i'm Oh, Kyle's brother. I thought. Oh yeah, he mentioned. Uh, he mentioned his brother was coming, but I thought you were him. Wow, you look. Uh, it, we we get that a lot. You look just alike. Uh, yes, hmm. we are twins. I mean, yeah, I I figured, but wow, it's just, and you know, <laughs> you know that, you know that, but wow, it's really un- uh, uncanny. Yes, but uh, this is Grunthor. The one crying is Nozak. Uh, uh, that's our friend Blake, and this is Ava. 
at this point, um, like, uh, Angelo has kind of pulled itself, pulled herself away from you and gone over to Nozak. And as he, as he's kind of sitting there crying, she like kind of sniffs him and then starts nudging, nudging his hands, trying to get her head under his hands for pets. And then just, It's like she's gonna like wrap their little arms around the dog and just start <laughs> bawling into the dog's fur. Um. So, uh, Ekael didn't give me a lot of details. He just said that you were leaving Mysidia. You had some kind of business in Balam you needed to take care of, and that I should yes. provide whatever assistance that I could. I. Uh, we need to go to the Water Crystal that's possible oh um typically i would say no but i i oh he a favor anyway so um it's... we can make that happen i do have to warn you though things have been weird lately um I don't like that <laughs> well okay so we normally send you know some people out to the water crystal once a month or so mm. just to do maintenance things like that um, well, we, we, you know, we do, you know, we, we, but the, the seas have been almost too treacherous to, to really cross in the last whew, two months or so. We've tried, but no one's oh, yeah. been able to get out there. But, but the lack there. of wind isn't helping your ships either. <clears throat> she kind of cocks her head to the side a little bit. So is that not a localized occurrence then? Not really. Um, there. I'm assuming your town is your township the protector of the crystal. Yes, yes. The democracy then of Balam is... is charged with making sure that the crystal is maintained and protected. Then there's some info, more specifically about the safety of the crystal, that we should probably uh, give to you in a place that's private. She kind of looks around, and then for basically as far as you can see, it's just a field of flowers. <clears throat> She's like, um, okay, um, I can take you back to, to our house, if that would be a better place to talk. I could introduce you to my husband, and, um... Uh, he's the president, by the way, of Balam. And um, ah. then um, we can go from there. Maybe have a little war council or something. Or um, whatever. Strategy meeting. Or, regardless, <laughs> we need to speak to... We need to speak to whoever's in charge and whoever he or she or they see fit to join. Okay. Well, I mean, he's president. I'm. I'm actually vice president too. Um, just you mm. know. Okay. It was great. But sorry, uh, that was above table. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I, I can definitely help. I mean, it was one of those. That's a story I think for another time. But uh, yeah, if if you'd like, Angelo, leave him alone. And you look over, and Angelo's just like licking a nosek all over the place. And she goes, oh, "Get over goodness. here." Uh, Gruntor, can you please just get Nozak and let him cry it out? <laughs> um. I look down. Oh, I look down. I climb down from Duchess, and I'm like going. I go up to Nozak, and I'm like going, uppies? Knowing that it will turn on. 
<laughs> when you say <laughs> when you say that, the automaton go and just pops up and stands up really oh, tall. That, no, it just kind of scuttles over to you and just looks up, well, like awaiting commands. And Renard goes, "Oh, that was scary as hell. What is that thing?" Oh, it's terrifying. It, it, it's my new automaton puppet. I got it from his brother. And, 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 and. <laughs> it kind of just turns towards right. you, Nozak. Um, it scuttles over to you. Just stares at you. You're, you're a good boy. Uh, automaton, pick him up? kind of like like uh just kind of scoops him up like you know like you would carry like a bride or something like that (laughs) just kind of holds it like this and then turns and just starts walks over to you izzy and just is kind of following you if you start to walk he walks behind you just carrying this like sobbing nozak this is the best gift ever. Uh, uh, all right, uh, we can after we give you the news, we can get into whatever uh, whatever other bunny person is here to meet Nozak. Um, oh, holy fuck! Holy tease. So, uh, your home or private quarters or sure, yeah. Uh, follow me. And then she just kind of turns uh, around and uh, go ahead. Sorry, Gunthor. Grunthor is going to uh, jump back up onto Duchess, um, seeing that the automaton is taking care of Nozak, and I'm going to offer a hand down to Blake if she wants to jump up and ride on Duchess also. Yeah, Blake, oh. Blake is like sitting kind of side saddle. And the legs aren't even like hanging off of Duchess, they're just like straight out. Like... <laughs> As she turns to go, she sees you, Ava, and she goes, Oh, that's an interesting um, stick you have there. Can I see it for a minute? She kind of points to your uh, to your staff. Sure. Oh, thank you. And she like looks it, turns it over. This will be perfect. Whoosh! And she just whips it oh. as far as she can into the distance. <laughs> oh. As Angelo goes ah, ah, and takes off. It'll be back in just a second, I promise. Thank you. So yeah, many no, so he, he seems like he's so few people fast. travel with walking sticks these days. And she just turns around yeah. and starts walking off. A lot more people should. <laughs> um it's only it's only a couple minutes before uh Angelo comes bounding back with the staff in his mouth and just kinda drops it at her feet and she picks it up. Good girl. She scratches her head, hands it back to you. <laughs> She never gets to really play fetch anymore, so thank you for that. Um, you shape water to get all the slobber off. <laughs> uh, as you all leave, um, the flower field, it, you're, you only have to walk probably five, ten minutes before you're actually out of it. It is a huge field of just flowers, by the way. Really pretty, though. I mean, it's a beautiful, clear day. And the blue sky that kind of meets with the whites and pinks of the flowers. And the it feels good to be back on solid ground. The air here is much, much more breathable. And the flowers have a very, not too sweet smell. Not like a sickly sweet smell, but just a nice perfume aroma in the air. But eventually, um, you come out and very near uh, the edge of the flower field... 
you can see the town of Balaam. It is bigger than Cornelia, because um, Cornelia is kind of constrained, you know, based on the ruins and everything. Nowhere near as big as Lindblom, um, but it is it is between somewhere between Cornelia and Alexandria in terms of size. The one thing you will notice, though, is right beyond the city, you can see the ocean. This is a port town. It is built right on the ocean itself. Um, I'll move the map, actually, uh, for those <gasps> watching the stream. Yo, uh, the map gets some action. Let's go! Well, you all aren't going to really see much today, <laughs> but I'm just moving the map. Um, Damn. What you do know, I do have maps, but it, it, it'll be next session. Um, <laughs> what you'll see, though, as you come out of the flower field is the town itself is sitting on an island. Um, there's actually a bridge that runs from the mainland out towards the uh, town itself. Um, as you approach, the town has guards that are, fo uh, are stationed on both ends of this massive bridge that has been built, this massive stone bridge. Um, as they see Renoa, though, there's, there's not even any kind of... Um, stopping, questioning. They just open the gates and let her through. As the gates open, Angelo runs on in and just kind of disappears. And Renoa doesn't seem to, to mind, just lets her go. Um, once you get into the town itself, um, it has a much more uh, of that port town feel. The smell of, you can smell the smell of fish a lot around here. A lot of the people here make their living as fishermen and getting their uh, gill for you know getting their gill from the ocean um, there's all sorts of other places that offer trade like a bustling market district um, but what you will notice is there's no um, there's no castles there's no things like that the architecture <clears throat> here is much more like a overgrown town than it is so much like a kingdom um, she does lead you however to one of the bigger mansion looking places that's kind of off uh, not quite in the center of town but kind of off to the uh, western side of the town as she walks up this is where the uh, this is the president's residence this is where my husband and i are currently residing for the next few years um again i just again he's really nice but he's he's a little short sometimes you know with people so just don't let it rub you the wrong way okay he's he really he'll do whatever we he can to help us okay so like just trust me you, you gotta get to know him he's just got one of those personalities but he doesn't hate you i promise not yet i feel <laughs> as if that shouldn't have to be said well he's yeah yeah, you'll see. You'll see when you meet him. Um, as she takes you in, and the the house is nice, but it's not overly ornate. Um, it is it is a large. Think of some something similar to like the White House, I guess. Um, it's not necessarily white, and it's but it also has that duality of function from you know a living quarters and a place of business. Um, but after a while, she takes you. Angelo has caught up with you. Um, she takes you up to a second story in this building, kind of towards the back of one of the, like the eastern wing, um, and then just kind of raps on a door and she goes, 
Um, are you in here or somewhere else? Although I guess if you're somewhere else, you wouldn't answer. So just, are you in there? And then there's like a sound. He goes, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay, good, great. Um, I have guests. <laughs> she just kind of unlocks the door and I'm opens it. I'm already loving this <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> um, she just kind of brings, like, kicks waiting. in, and you see um, this this man that's sitting behind a desk just kind of look up, startled for a second, as you all kind of come, well, she comes bursting in. Angelo runs around and starts hopping up and, like, trying to get pets, and he kind of reluctantly starts petting um, the guy has, his hair is, is a little bit long, kind of about down to his shoulder, also kind of spiky because it's a Japanese RPG. Um, you'll notice that he does have a scar that kind of starts above one eyebrow and kind of comes down across his nose and he looks up, he goes, guests. Oh, is that where you ran out? Is this okay? Hi. Uh, <laughs> that's all he says. He just kind of goes back Hello. to, back to work. Oh, come on. Get up and say hi to these people in a proper manner. He just kind of rolls his eyes, shuts the ledger that he was writing in, and kind of just stands up and walks around to the other side of the desk. <clears throat> Welcome to Balam. My name is Squall. Nice to meet you. He looks at Renoa. <laughs> is we good? Hello, President Squall. She just rolls her eyes. Don't call me that. Squall's fine. Renoa pipes in. Yeah, he didn't really want the job, but mm, people just kept voting for him, and he couldn't really say no because I wouldn't let him. But uh, he's been doing a really good job. He just, he goes, God. um, How can I help you all? Renoa's just kind of like... finished crying now. At this point, Renoa has gone back around and she sits down in his chair that he was in and she just kind of leans back and she's playing with uh, with Angelo. He just kind of looks over his shoulder. Whatever. Um, anyway. Yes, I'm president here. Much to my chagrin, I've only got two more years and then I'll be done. Not if we get reelected. Oh, God. Anyway, a king. Um, <laughs> Love them. <sighs> anyway, um, how can I help you? Renoa did mention before she took off that you were friends of Hikael. Um, oh, I see that you've come with them. It's been no, a while. That's my brother. Oh, um, okay. Whatever. Anyway, um,. <laughs> Uh, what can we do for you? Uh, we've come to uh, discuss the water crystal with you. Okay. Grunthor oh, says oh. under his breath to Ava, "Is like, hopefully this one doesn't try and kill us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're not related to him, so we should be good. <laughs> Fair. Um, more specifically about uh, the trouble that may be coming with it with it uh so we've been on a mission uh to how i put this to protect them uh in a way i'm not sure if you've heard about what's happened in the empire yet he 
as you say that, him and Renoa kind of exchange a look, and then she pipes up. We've heard whispers. Um, we've cut off most of our ties with the Empire um, a while back, well, but we do try to keep... She seems to be carefully choosing her words. We try to keep eyes on them. Well, let me explain it to you in full detail, <laughs> and he's going to basically explain what happened. Okay. Fades to black. <laughs> as as you kind of finish that, you see that Squall has tensed, and his jaw is kind of firmly set. <sighs> the the princess of Cornelia, the princess of Cornelia is safe. If you want info on. That mess, I can, but I feel like it would waste time. So uh, basically, implying that he left that Point. he left out stuff about uh, the beef between Cornelia and him. Okay. When he um, says all that, I'm going to say Queen Sarah. Oh, sorry, Queen Sarah. Where Noah pipes up. <laughs> Wait, Conrad isn't king anymore. Uh, uh, that is not. correct. <sighs> Well, that maybe we could resume trade now. She looks over at Squall. Possibly. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, uh, in with the state mm. Cornelia's in right now, uh, basically they were attacked by some sort of sea creatures, and the people are currently residing somewhere else right now. Again, they exchange like knowing looks to one another. We've actually been having issues with that ourselves recently. Um, boats being attacked um, nothing coming up on shore yet but a couple fishing boats have gone missing um, thanks well uh, what it was? we haven't been able to determine that yet <clears throat> we've sent out we've sent out search parties but they didn't find anything I don't know if Renoa told you um but there's also been uncharacteristically rough waves recently. Um, our last two attempts to actually get out to the Wind Crystal for our monthly maintenance was unsuccessful. Well, uh, Noctis, without giving too much detail, Noctis did mention that he seems to be in cahoots, as they say, uh, with the Betrayers. And from what we found out, uh, we managed to defeat Tiamat, but the Betrayers seem to be siphoning energy from each of the crystals. And that's mm. the mission we would like to continue here. Getting rid of your Betrayer while also getting to the crystal, because um, we... Uh, he looks at the others uh, and kind of shrugs because he doesn't know how much to tell them. We have a connection to them that for the security of the mission we can't entirely divulge all of the information but we're not here to cause any harm or destroy the crystal in any way we just need to check mm -hmm. in make sure it's all looked at and just kind of yeah something's we happened also, in the past we just need to keep up with things we also need to figure out if there's a way for for uh people to harm it harm the crystal yes because if noctis finds a way uh things could end up very badly for everyone 
whoever's leading this, so actually, Izzy, you give me a perception check with a, no, sorry, 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 persuasion check with advantage. And then I'll try <laughs> after that last statement, whoever is in the room that wants to can roll an inside check. Hey, 23, <laughs> 23. Was that a nat yeah, 22? Okay. Yep. 23 inside. Wow. Look at these. All right. Where's Grunther with his natural twenties. You sharing the love today? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, Grunther's oh, been no, very, very generous today, sharing his nat 20, sharing his gill. 22, okay. Um, so, once you say that, um, they seem to believe you. Um, they definitely seem to buy into your story. Your connection with Hikael looking just like him, and the story you've told seems to kind of jive with what, you know, would fit into something they would believe. Um, the last part there, when you say something about, is there anything that could harm them? You see Squall tense ever so slightly, but he doesn't say anything. Well, I say, is he didn't roll, so anyone else feel free. Yeah, so whoever rolled, um, actually above a 20, so that would be Blake and... Um, Nozak, right? Nozak. Um, when he says that, he kind of tenses, and but doesn't say anything else. Uh, Do you want to talk about something? Because that seemed to strike a nerve. Sorry, what? When Izzy mentioned and said that we need to check to see if there's any way to harm them, you tensed up. And that usually means there's some information that, whether you want to give or not, there's something that we need to look into then. Um, he kind of looks back at Renoa. She's kind of... Gives him a little nod. Okay. Um, there are, for the most part, nothing that can harm the crystals. They are impenetrable. They were created by the icons themselves. And for the vast majority of the time of mortals, they've not been able to produce anything that would be strong enough to harm the crystals. But we believe that time has passed. There's been intel that we've been receiving from within the Empire from recent years that suggests that maybe they've been working on something. Um, recently, we even got um, news that we think that one of the things they were close to working on um, actually backfired, thanks to a little bit of sabotage from our end. And destroyed most of their forge. Luckily. Hopefully that set them back a little bit. But, um... Uh. Yeah. There's something. We've actually been in an arms race with them in this regard. And... He hesitates for just a second. 
we think we've come up with something that could. Not that we would ever use it for that. But if we were able to do it, we think that the Empire probably has the capabilities also. Oh, they most definitely do, then. Yeah. Especially if what you say is true and they are pulling... Uh, if they're pulling power from the crystals themselves. Well, jeez. That makes our mission a lot more complicated. Sorry. Yeah, uh... Hmm, how do I word this? Is this, is it a big weapon or is it a small weapon and very easy to move? Well... Ours moves itself. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, can it move <laughs> over the water? <laughs> of course. Uh, yep, this is yep, Balaam. That makes sense. Yep. That's great. Renoa kind of pipes up. This is not... Because she kind of looks around at, at the group. <clears throat> we We have no intentions of using this for any kind of political gain. Our goal here is to make sure that we keep Balaam's sovereignty safe from the Empire. Our sources indicate that the Empire has been slowly building something recently. Rumors have been spreading as well that they've been keeping it secret even from some of those within the higher echelons of their production. I'm wondering if Noctis... Just gonna say Nozak just kind of lower his head a little bit and just look really upset for a moment. We're just looking back up. We, if uh, that's the case, <clears throat> we definitely need to go to the crystal. We received word that uh, we didn't really think much of it at the time because we didn't have any reason to suspect Noctis of any wrongdoing. Um, but. We did receive some interesting reports now, looking back, about his interest in the Forge and, and things like that. His time spent there, his constant visits. Um, we thought he was just interested in that, but I'm, I'm wondering if this has been in the works for longer than we even realized. Um, we have been working on, and at this point Squall says, I think... That's enough for today. Um, we don't need to uh, belabor our guests who are probably tired from from the travel. Oh, teleporting is quite heavy work on the stomach. We'll have time to I talk. I have another concern uh, to bring up. Yes. Do you know... Or have you seen any evidence of the snake box? He kind of. Have you been affected or know of it? Um, no, not here. Um, we did get reports of a small case of some kind of unknown disease in Windhill a while back, but no, nothing here. We didn't think too much of it. I mean, it was an outbreak. It cost a few lives, but only a handful. 
Windhill. Yeah. Windhill on the map is just slightly north of Bala. I see it. Yep. It's kind of like in a crescent kind of shaped lake. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, I think that'll be the perfect time for us to uh, lay our heads for the day. Keep in mind, it's still very early. I mean, you woke up really early and went through a portal. So, I mean, it's not even like lunchtime. Uh, <laughs> so. Lay our heads and explore. It's fine. <laughs> um, Can I see it? Can I... The thing that you're working on... Uh... With the crystal, can I see it, please? Give me a persuasion check. Eleven. Mm, I'm, mm, no, I'm not going to burn my inspiration for that. You got it. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You want to? You want to keep it? Or you want to save it? Well, it's either I get permission or I'm sneaking in, so... Okay. Oh, Lord. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to keep... Going to keep it? I feel, like, I feel like there's something more important coming up. Let's... Wait on that. Um, no offense, I know you come... I mean, you can take offense if you want, but I know you come recommended, <laughs> but... I still don't know you. Promise me you'll let me see it. I can't promise you Please. that. If I... Even even if it's a lie, just promise me. Sure. Whatever. Uh, well, he kind of turns around and... Um, Looks at Renoa, who still seems cheery, but also at this point a little bit more on the uneasy side, based on how the kind of the conversation turned. And he turns back to you all. Uh, anything else I can help you with? Because I've uh, got. Uh, we work. may need to procure a boat in the future. Well, boats we have. We've got boats plenty. We can definitely have one. Um, we're actually currently retrofitting. Um, well, we, we have some additional technology that doesn't rely solely on the wind here. Um, but now that the wind seems to be, well, gone, we're retrofitting some of our older boats too. Um, I can tap one to be yours if you'd like we're going to need the strongest one uh you can offer because uh trouble seems to follow us i'm so glad you came here <laughs> with that you hear Renoa say hush god see this is what i was talking to you about this is, i that warned you <coughs> um a boat Yes. I'll have, uh, let's see, I'll have my top engineer work on it. How does that sound? Sid Wonderful. should be able to have it Thank finished so in much. a day. Thank you so much. Oh, the... Hold on. Hold on. It's here. It's it's coming. It's coming to my head. 
That's what she said. Uh, hold on. <laughs> the, and that right there is why I had to put uh, the explicit tag on our hold on. podcast. <laughs> the, hold on. The shit. Uh, 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 no, Zach, what's the race of your people called? Lopperet. Lopperets, right. Uh, the other Lopperet. You said there was one here? I did. Wait, does Izzy, does then, Izzy know the name? name of yeah, the you would. Or At this point, I think. I'm sure I'd have told everyone um, by now. Renoa pops up. Yeah, I, I mentioned he, I mentioned him. Oh, well, yeah. Why do you see your cousin or something? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen another Lopperet in almost a thousand years. Oh. I just thought, you know, maybe you knew. I mean, you're both. He kind of looks, he kind of looks at you for a second. Actually, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know where you're from. No. So, never mind. He didn't say that. Well, do you want to see them, Nozak? No, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't (laughs) know of your ties to the Empire. Right? Because I don't think you've been very explicit about that since you've been here. Not here, no. It's just the colours that I'm wearing, that's it. But actually, no, because at the moment I'm still wearing my formal gear. Formal wear? Okay. I'm still wearing my formal gear. No comment. Because I am extra as fuck. So, do you want to see them, Nozak? Yeah, it would I mean... I should. They're pretty busy and Renoa pipes up oh yes we'll introduce you wonderful uh, at your earliest convenience would be wonderful fine whatever he just kind of stands there well, looking. Now, at this point he's kind of doing this awkward thing to where he's just like kind of scratches his head he's looking around like so our where where are we staying? <laughs> oh, are you asking me? Um, uh, Renoa? No, I was more so referring to to your to your wife. She uh, just kind of hops up. She kind of stops petting Angelo. Um, well, actually, I was thinking you could. And at this point, there's a very frantic knock at the door. As both of them just kind of look towards the door and um, the knock happens and then just the door flies open. Um, oh good, you're both here. Um, we've had an issue down at the docks. They're, they've made landfall. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Renoa, <laughs> Renoa says, they've, they've never come up on the land before. What? And then Squall at this point looks at you all. Bring trouble, huh? Well, at least I know you're telling the truth about that. Alright. Um, could you tell how many? Uh, the person that kind of bust in is um, another Hume man. Uh, looks to be probably early 30s. Just sweat pouring down. Uh, his, his hair's kind of plastered to his face. I uh, couldn't get a good count. 
50, maybe. It's bad. Okay. And we run. Your uh, squall. Uh, your people are probably going to need help. It's kind of our job to handle anything happening with our situation. So we're going to be there by your side. Uh, we can hold them off for a bit while you give orders and get people there. Uh, okay. He looks over at Renoa. They kind of nod to each other. I'll appreciate any help you can provide. You say it's your job to help people. He walks over, um, and you see now on the side of the wall, under like uh, a very nice um, fireplace, there's a mantle. And above the mantle, there is this uh, very exquisite-looking blade. But as the blade kind of comes to the hilt, instead of being like a straight-on hilt, it kind of bends, curves down, and there's a trigger at the end of it. You'll also notice God, I that... I forgot this game is stupid. <laughs> this game is awesome. Okay. You'll also notice <laughs> this game is that um, uh, there seems to be a um, barrel that kind of goes in towards the center of the gun, of the blade itself, as he reaches up and he grabs it and he pulls it off of the mantle. It's our job to protect the people of Balaam. We'll accept any help you can provide. Let's go kill some shit. And with that, we're going to end the session there tonight. He has been waiting for a moment like this. <laughs> this guy is you so don't fucking understand. Cool. I am so prepared for the next, like, however many episodes we're in Balon, because I know Wolf is going to be going fucking hard <laughs> on the roleplay, on the characters, on the explanation. Final Fantasy VIII is my favorite, okay? So that's why this entire Lemuria section is Windhill, Balam, it's all Final Fantasy VIII. And it thought you know it made sense to tie it to a, to a water crystal. And Wolf was vibrating when we were talking about going through <laughs> please do it also um gunbreakers are badass in 14 so don't don't be Hell saying yeah. don't be saying those gun blades are stupid they're not stupid. they are though they're even not, if the class is good they're not stupid they're great they're the coolest weapon i love it also a little bit of a fun okay. fact for on stream as well uh in the mobile final fantasy game uh the city of romnia we have abilities called force abilities and they team up one character with another character and they fight together fun fact squall's force partner is noctis oh interesting that is hilarious interesting oh i am i am looking forward to what you all do and don't get up to um but uh above table since, you know, that's like our new thing, I guess. I just <laughs> felt like we needed a good combat, and it makes sense because there's sea creatures here. <laughs> so, testing out some new abilities, uh, baby. Yeah, you all just leveled up. Let's, uh, we'll put it to the test at the top of next session. So, um, and I, I kind of just, kind of just assumed you would, you would aid, um, which is nice. Nah, fuck him. Nice. I don't, uh, <laughs> I've had groups before that are like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I pegged you all. <laughs> With that, though, uh, thank you, first of all, players, for playing, and second of all, for going to Balaam, because now I'm in my happy place. Final Fantasy VIII is going to be just... Um, this will be one of those places you're like, we're ready to go. I'm like, no, you're not. You just you want to stay here, don't you? You want to stay. Let's keep playing Final Fantasy VIII. What do you Fantasy mean all the ways? What do you mean all the ways out are blocked? They're all out. Oh, the crystals are now here. You don't ever have to leave. <laughs> Vol Volum is just surrounded by wayside shrubs <laughs> the whole way around. 
<laughs> Once you get on the bridge, collapses. It just moves itself out to sea. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, damn. Andy, we might have to use that return spell a lot sooner than oh, we thought. Oh, crap. I can't believe I gave you that. No. Uh. All right. I'll have to what think. What does an anti-magic field around the city? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. There we go. Uh, Inspiration. I oh, I already have one. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching. Uh, we will see you next week for the basically what is the start of the Water Crystal arc. So, lally ho, friends. Bye.